This is the Bitcoin and Markets podcast. My name is Ansel Lindner, and I'm keeping you ahead of the curve in Bitcoin. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. So <laughs> what a crazy time we're living in. We are living in historic times with this coronavirus stuff going on, the stock market crashing. Um, Bitcoin, of course, is this once in a millennia, once in every other millennia type situation where money has been reinvented. We are truly living in historic times. So um, let's talk a little bit about this coronavirus stuff, and then I'll talk a little bit about price. And I have some other topics coming up shortly. Hopefully I can get those recorded uh, and get those out. It has been a little bit slower. I've put been doing quite a bit of work on the newsletters and on keeping, you know, going on the Discord and, and speaking with everybody that I can about this uh, coronavirus situation, uh, posting on Twitter, uh, on my BTC MRKTS mega thread that I have going on for uh, all the economic contagion going on out there. And so I've been trying to keep up on all of the news. And so I haven't been uh, recording as much as I wanted to uh, this week, but um, just be advised that this is a major historic event that we are living through right now. Okay, it is the fourth turning. I remember reading that book probably early in college. I'm talking freshman year of college, maybe. This is that book by Howe, I believe his last name is H-O-W-E, The Fourth Turning. And um, in there he talks about, you know, each generation gives birth to a different type of generation. So you have a hardworking generation gives birth to a lazy generation and uh, so on. And there's different waves of generations that we go through. And that's why every fourth generation or so, we have what's called a fourth turning. And this is a period of time where the world institutions of the world, the world history gets turned on its head and we start down another back on the first turning, back on the first generation and uh, on on with history. So if you go back in history from here, you know, four generations, roughly the teens into the forties, that was a pretty traumatic time. Um, and it really changed a lot after world war II. Uh, so that was the fourth turning. Then if you go back eight, uh, four generations before that 80 years, you have roughly the 1848, uh, to 1865. So you have this, uh, this, uh, revolutionary time in Europe and the civil war, in the U.S., you also have the opium wars and other things happening in China. And then if you go back 80 years before that, you have the um, Revolutionary Wars. You have the French Revolution and the American Revolution. So uh, the, those were symbolic times. Uh, of course, that was followed then by Napoleon. So you have like these uh, different periods in time. And man, we are living through one of these periods right now. It started in 2008 with the financial crisis and the launching of Bitcoin. I think those two things kind of symbolized uh, the beginning of the end or the beginning of the fourth turning almost. And then now we have, of course, this uh, monstrosity of debt and credit around the world where uh, society and culture has been uh, perverted and the capital structure, the, the economy has been perverted. Uh, to a very fragile state. And of course, now we have this black swan event that didn't cause this collapse, but it, it triggered it, right? This was the, 
the straw that broke the camel's back or the spark that set off the revolution. It wasn't what caused it, uh, but this is definitely leading to the collapse of the system. Now, back on January 24th, uh, I released episode, I believe it was 197, and this was right after Wuhan had locked down. And in that episode, I said, you know, this will probably cause the collapse of China, which I had been talking about for a long time. They're going down, they're going down this bad road of debt and their economy slowing and trouble getting foreign direct investment. And of course, the trade wars and, and all this stuff. Uh, and it was coming to a head. And then, of course, then this coronavirus thing hit. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to cause the collapse of China, which I was like, is uh, Lehman Brothers times 100 or a thousand even and could collapse the entire economy. And I didn't talk about it even that much in that episode, but I did mention it, that this could be the trigger that collapses the system. Uh, And then since then, on every single newsletter that I put out, I've had some news on this economic contagion, uh, this uh, coronavirus outbreak, um, not focusing so much on the death toll or the infection rate because it's completely unknowable at this point. We we have in some countries we have relatively decent numbers that we can extrapolate from and other countries we have very like counterproductive information. So like the US for example right now, it's just counterproductive information. China, counterproductive information. Thailand not even testing anybody anymore. Vietnam we don't know. Or India has no clue. Indonesia no clue. Um Iran just started getting on top of this and they're way behind. There's probably tens of thousands of cases in Iran already all around Europe. I mean, this is the numbers. Okay. So I didn't concentrate on the numbers because we don't know what we need. We can only rely on like the physical reality, which is that a 10th of the globe was in quarantine. A 10th of the human population of the globe was in quarantine. This is a massive disruption to the global economy, especially in China, where they are the factory of the world. Most consumer products touch China. I mean, and if the consumer product itself doesn't touch China, the machine that goes into making every single consumer product came from China. Uh, It can't get fixed because China shut down. Uh, And we saw very quickly many of the factories and many of the companies that source most of their materials from China immediately had to to revise their earnings guidance and, and things like that. So this had a, a dramatic effect. And now we're starting to see it ripple through the financial system because um, another thing that I touched on was, um, you know, if nobody can pay their debt, they're going to default. And then the one bank is going to have to go to the next bank to get their credit default swap or whatever. And it's on and on. It's dominoes. And it doesn't matter if the government prints money because nobody's making anything. Money printing can't produce goods. It can't actually operate the machinery and produce shirts and TVs and uh, shoes and plastic pieces of crap. It can't produce that. Automobile bumpers. You know, it can't produce that. Money printing alone does not do that. And so there, there's this financial contagion that, that is ravaging the world. And we see that with, uh, of course, the stock market. And I don't have to go into the exact what's going on with the stock market because that's, that's well covered. 
But the direction here, nothing goes out, nothing goes down in a straight line. So expect a bounce. It's very um, problematic to be trading this right now because you never know when they're going to shut down the markets. I mean, they shut down China for a week or two, right? Uh, they ban short selling. They do all things like that. Uh, so it's very dangerous to be shorting. It's very dangerous to be trading this at all, really, because it's all a house of cards and it can go pretty close to zero. Uh, I mean, it can, okay, it can't go to zero because it's actually based on um, productive assets of some sort. How productive they are, we don't know, but the price is non-zero. So it probably won't go to zero, but it could lose 50% from here. Easy. Easy. The stock market can. Um, 10-year bonds in the U.S., 30-year bonds in the U.S., both at record lows. Record lows. The 10-year, I don't know about the 30, I didn't check that today, but the 10-year bond is below the Fed funds rate. The inversion of this curve is so dramatic. I mean, we are collapsing at this moment. We are collapsing. And I was talking on Discord this morning. I'm like, this is so freaking surreal, man, because we are living through history right now. We're watching the global financial system collapsing in front of our eyes. Oil, it went through, the, it went through 44 this morning. It kind of rebounded a little bit. But a lower oil price tells me there's all this production coming on, very low demand. So the, the economic engine is getting turned off. This whole system is so broken at this point. There is no fixing it. And the only safe place to be is out of the market, out of bonds, out of stocks, in cash, in Bitcoin, of course, in gold. I would refrain from doing too much in silver, but, you know, it's better than nothing. Cash is better than silver because it has much more optionality. You might not be able to sell your silver, especially if you buy a silver ETF or you, you, know, you have silver futures or something. You won't be able to sell them if they have a banking holiday and they close the stock market. So uh, the best place to be is cash, Bitcoin, gold, a physical, this is a physical gold. But uh, the time to prepare is pretty much gone. Um, American HODL, who is now HODL American on Twitter because he got banned. Um, he said he's not worried, but he's going to go to Costco and, and stock up. And I was like, well, have fun because you're going to be there with a bunch of infected people. Um, the time to prepare is pretty much gone. And everyone calls us conspiracy theorists or weirdos or fear mongers. But time and time again, we are right. The paranoid people are right. And this whole financial system will one day collapse, whether that's today or they somehow find a way to patch it together for another five to ten years. But it will collapse. That's what we're looking at here. So I don't want to update you on the numbers of the coronavirus <laughs> infected and stuff. It doesn't matter. Everybody is infected at this point. It will ravage the world population. There will be millions of people probably that are going to die. Single-digit millions is conservative for this disease at this point. Just wait till it gets to, wait till we know the real numbers out of China. Wait till we know the real numbers out of India. Be prepared. Be smart. Think for yourselves. Have good source of information, but at the same time, evaluate it. You need to think for yourself. 
Don't believe what the CDC tells you. Never believe the CDC. Um, don't believe what the government tells you. Remember Reagan's famous quote, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. What was that? The seven scariest words in the English language or something. We are, we are living in historic times, people. Enough about that. Let's take a look at the price. We've seen a sell-off over the last week, which I talked about for months during the initial phases of a financial crisis and the stock market goes down, people will sell their, what they view as speculative risk on assets. And for many, that's Bitcoin. Not all, of course. Most of us, most of the people listening to this are seeing Bitcoin as a safe haven, rightly. So, um, and that will spread. After these initial phases of a sell-off, then people will, they'll start to look at assets in a different way. And they'll re reevaluate uh, investing in Bitcoin. Plus, during this time, maybe there's bank holidays. You know, maybe there people are actually scared of that. Uh, they're scared of not being able to move their money. Uh, maybe look for places to get some sort of return, and so that they will look at Bitcoin. And Bitcoin looks really nice for that. You can hide your money. You can send it around the world for very cheaply, at least at this time. And you can uh, get a return with the halving coming up. It's a strictly limited asset. So there's just a bunch of benefits and positives about Bitcoin that in this time will shine. So after this initial phase, which could last another week, I don't know. Uh, I think Bitcoin is pretty close to a bottom. Uh, there's not a ton of slack at this price. I think um, the fair market value would be somewhere between 8000 and 10000 at this time. And we'll probably be stuck range bound for a while consolidating right here getting ready to launch so we're building a nice base to uh, make a run just before the halving or just after the halving i mean this is a very typical uh very logical price action and yeah so don't get worried <laughs> have strong hands hold on stack your sats if you're not stacking sats uh on a 20 to 25 percent pullback on the bitcoin price Something's wrong. <laughs> you be stacking on those big pullbacks like this. Um, during bull markets, we usually see these type of pullbacks anywhere bef between 20 and 30%. So don't be surprised with that. Use that opportunity to go long. Use that opportunity to go 1x long and stack your stats or whatever. And if you're a trader, those are really good opportunities. That is what I'm looking at for price. Hold on. Probably a bottom here in the next week. Uh, the stock market will continue down. But uh, there's not a lot of slack in the Bitcoin price, in my opinion. Now, I do a lot more technical analysis and uh, market analysis fundamentals on my member newsletter. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and markets, I do at least twice a week put out a member newsletter that has tons of charts and market commentary on that with headlines and, and all sorts of things. So um, definitely be checking out that. I even over the last three issues or so, I've had a... Uh, prep list, you know, like a shopping list for you guys to go out there and uh, get prepared for this coronavirus. I just got a call <laughs> halfway through this recording. I just got a call from uh, my kid's school saying that about coronavirus, telling us <laughs> not to panic pretty much. But uh, look, I've been following this for a month now and no one would have thought even a week ago that we would get a call like that. This The situation in Italy 
deteriorated in a matter of days. So be ready for it. Be prepared. Keep your wits about you. And that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. My name is Ansel Linder. This is Bitcoin and Markets, listener-supported podcast, patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and Markets. Have a safe and healthy weekend. See you next time.